So I really wanted to open the podcast today by doing a full, hearty, throbbing waboom. Please don't. Please, please Oops, do not. Am I not supposed to talk? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. So, I really wanted to open the podcast today by doing a full, hearty, throbbing waboom. Please don't. Okay. We can talk about Waboom generally, though. And and not just Waboom, but tiger growling as a pickup line and $2,000 suits. And surprise tickling, which is always rude. Not okay. Basically, um, so last night was Rachel's Bachelorette premiere, finally, and we have a lot to break down. And we're joined by the lovely and witty Allison Williams. Hey, guys. An actress you may know um, from more than just this podcast, from Get Out. (laughs) Like, not really. (laughs) Just this podcast. Uh, She's in Girls, which just wrapped up. And she'll also be doing the 10 Days of Giving for Horizons National on her Twitter in July, so watch out for that. Thanks so much for being here again, Allison. Thank you for having me back. And Uh, you brought notes. I have, I believe, what is it, six pages of notes? Allison's putting us to shame here. No, yours aren't printed, but (laughs) I only have five. Correction. Only Um, five. Guys, it's a damn delight to be back. I've missed you. We've been in touch. We've been. I know we've been on a this. we've been on a great email chain. This did not disappoint. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I, I love Rachel so much. Can I, I just say just that? Saying that like it is so nice, and this is shade, but <laughs> <laughs> it is so nice to have a bachelor who's truly funny, whose jokes make me laugh, not laughing at her. And the boys are also They're truly funny, funny and yeah. I laugh at them. I tweeted something last night. I was like, it's really weird feeling to be halfway through the episode and actually like a large portion of these men. Yeah, I've never that experienced that there's before. A ten- there's an urge, uh, a tendency to say, wow, these guys are worse than any crop ever. Like every season, it's the worst guys but I really didn't I think feel that way. I think these are the best guys. These are the best. Yeah, these are the best. I also think they're the most woke because they all led with her intellect when they were complimenting her, which oh, yeah. whether it was organic or not, they've learned well. <laughs> A lot of them did, at least. And I also think they are the like mostly the smartest. I don't want to. They seem pretty insult. smart. They this can actually insult. take. You know, have real conversations with each other. They're older. Mm -hmm. They were cracking jokes, again, that were funny and clever and showed an understanding of the world around them. Um, They had memories. (laughs) I was really into them. And again, I always have favorites per season who have these characteristics. But it's not the, the sort of mass mindset. Exactly. Like the base level of a bachelorette contestant is like a goldfish in a human body. (laughs) (laughs) And this season, we're seeing some real boys, like some human boys. And some dolls. 
and some dolls. Oh my god, I actually thought that was really funny. Oh the my French. Gosh. What has happened to me that I thought punching in on that dummy's face in the? It was like, funny. The, no, it was. It was they, funny. I loved that. That was so much better than the mini horse thing. Remember when so the mini than, horse was a thing? Yes, and then yes. she had the ultimate punchline to it when she was like, "Adam." Just Adam. Yes. <laughs> Wait, that was Adam, So right? good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that it was, was Adam. Adam and Adam, Adam Jr., Jr., also known as AJ. <laughs> He's from France. <laughs> I love that the other guys in the house were having fun with it. Yeah, they, when they were in front of the fire and AJ was just, like, perched yeah, watching yeah, them. Um, uh, also, it's better because she has a big dog named Copper with her oh my who God. has a cast but oh. seems great. I know. I was like, we're two minutes in. She's already showed she's environmentally conscious. She drives a Tesla. I was just <laughs> going to say, she's got a chic Tesla for a cool couple months. <laughs> and she is driving it with Copper. They were like, and what kind of copper. convertible do you want? And she was like, environmentally friendly. <laughs> is it a convertible? No, they usually have a convertible. That's what I thought. It's I don't even to shoot in. She for was sure. like, I don't care if it's a convertible. I just want to save the earth. In the chic, and I want my like, dog. Great, we have a Prius yeah. for you. She's like, <laughs> She's like okay, no, no, cool. no, okay. Follow up. <laughs> Do you think it should be like an aspirationally environmentally friendly car? <laughs> it's um, a leaf. Uh, is yeah, that she flies around on the leaf. real status uh, car? Um, okay, so to start at the beginning, Sorry. we we meet Rachel again. We see her uh, perform in like a high school mock trial. It yes. was straight. Objection, yeah, honor. it was straight out of Legally Blonde. <laughs> I, I just like there were a lot of Legally Blonde memes floating around, and I thought they were all appropriate. I, I, I get it. I also loved the fan base outside the courthouse. You know, like getting yeah. selfies with her and stuff like that. that made <laughs> That's me so actually happy. what her day at work is like. Of course. <laughs> she comes in and does one objection, and then she's like, all right, I got to go, you know, sign some autographs. I'm just so And hug, hug some grandmas. Yeah, exactly. like five white grandmas <laughs> come up to her. And one of like, like, I support you. Of them. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> That's what she whispers. She pulls her in for a hug, and she's like, don't sleep with any of them, <laughs> as if she has some secret about all of them. <laughs> she's like, I'm their doctor. <laughs> My first note of the notes is that this is a great suit for Chris Harrison. I got to give it to him sartorially. <laughs> right off the bat, good he some, suit. He sometimes wears an ill-fitting suit. It's a pattern <laughs> battle. Occasionally, I like the flair, and there were plenty of those to go around in the suitors. Yes. But for Chris Harrison, strong suit game. I This is the thing that I've been observing about Chris that might not uh, win me many uh, friends. I find that over time he's coming to resemble Michael Scott more and more in his mannerisms. Oh, no. And I don't know why. It's just like the strong vibe I get from him that I sort of feel like I'm watching The Office. And I think it's just his deliberative face and quality, but it's really distracting to me. I feel like I'm in the wrong show. Well, we will know if he ever gets to wear jeans and he does a jig on top of a desk. <laughs> I've never seen him in a jean and I look forward to that day. The other thing I wanted to observe about him is that before the rose ceremony, which I'm glad they finally revealed is at dawn or like 9am. Yeah, they're like, it's been they a really long yeah, night. We all know it. We all notice it. But so anyway, he comes to talk to Rachel to for this weird conversation of like, you're ready. You know what you need to do. He was so clearly just asleep in his trailer. <laughs> I know that face. I've been that person. During the cocktail party, he almost certainly went to his trailer, went to bed, 
And then a PA knocked on his door. He's in deep REM cycle. And they were like, <laughs> sorry, Chris, we're ready for the rose ceremony, which, you know, they're allowed to do. Cause like, his put your suit on, yeah, buddy. Exactly. It's nicely tailored. Exactly. And he got up and squinty eyed was like, you good? Are you sure? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you just asked me the same question six different ways. <laughs> anyway, I, I really like Chris was barely in it, but bring in the heat the whole he's time. not he's not a spring chicken anymore he needs his nightly rest they yeah, probably, like, like i have done nap. this i have seen fact, night one i wondered if they all napped while rachel made up her mind because a lot of them looked like they had just woken up and some of them may have napped in the drunk sense which is i was gonna out. say they yeah. were they, they were more like bleary bleary drunk eyes yeah Oh, poor, poor Mohit. Mohit gave Aww. me the biggest LOL of the episode, though, by far. Oh, we will, we'll okay, get, we'll to, get, we'll get to that for sure. Um, okay, so we see some intro packages. Mm-hmm. Kenny. Uh, we start with Kenny, the wrestler. Guys, I love Kenny. Me too. He's so I, I love him. Kenny. His daughter is really cute. And when he said, my life is ballet and tap shoes. <sighs> and And he seemed pretty happy about it. Yeah, he really into yeah. it. He doesn't, there's no hint of like, you know, that they aren't close. They seem insanely close. Like, Yeah. And she's old enough, which we don't often see, where ten. she could have a conversation with him about going on the show, which often it's parents with like toddlers. And they're like, I feel like they'd want me to do this. <laughs> yeah, and you're right. Like, his, his daughter is actually aware of where he is. Yeah. 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 And they, they seem to have a great relationship. Also, we learned... This episode that his wrestling name is Pretty Boy Pitbull Kenny King, which is too much. Which is really good. And I wonder if Pitbull <laughs> is insulted. He's I, like, what do you mean? You're the pretty boy Pitbull. Well, so, I think Pitbull should know by now that that's just not his. He's not pretty. Yeah. No, you got, you got to lean into your Pitbull. strengths. Yeah. I also was listening to the After Buzz podcast on my way in. Um, and their producer said that apparently Kenny is also a Chippendales dancer. Really? I could see that. Yeah. I hope that comes <laughs> Who has like a billboard yeah. in Vegas. Could definitely really? see that. Oh, I love that idea. Honestly, and I can picture Danielle being like, Dad, do it. Yeah. yeah. You have moves. I respect She's like, live it. your truth, Dad. Sex is whatever. I'm sex positive. <laughs> I think, yeah. I mean, I was obsessed with them. I was obsessed with their relationship. There is like so often when a kid is introduced, there's a complexity that is expressed in the sense of the parent or whatever. And it is often a really complex situation. But with Kenny, it was just so simple. She's my girl. I adore her. She totally consented to me coming on this show. She wants what's best for me. She's 10, but she's not 10. She's like 30. (laughs) I just just loved, I loved that. I loved the way it was presented. He's like, we're basically just friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, I want to note that we missed this on Kenny's profile. Apparently it was removed. But he is the guy whose uh, cast bio initially said that the wildest thing he'd done in the bedroom was have sex with a woman while her husband watched. Oh, oh yeah. I, okay, that was him. Yeah, that was him. Because then the next thing was like, what's the most important thing in your life? And he was like, my daughter. I adore her. <laughs> She's so beautiful and perfect. Well, honestly, like... That just shows he's really generous to give that experience <laughs> yeah. to a couple. Unless and he knows how to get down. The guy was not into it, but just didn't well, know what to do. He was just disarmed. <laughs> he was, he was so disarmed. He was like, how he's like, can well, I say no to this boy Pitbull. Opposite okay. of Raven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there there was no beating with a shoe. Yeah, I, no, I situation. think that typically, 
I've never done this, so you know, correct me if I'm wrong, any of you, um, Nick. I uh, no, I'm just picking on Nick because he's here. But Nick just looked very startled. Yeah, he's had yeah Nick wide eyes here, guys. He's now the engineer of this podcast. Um, I. I think usually the way that happens is like a couple goes to Vegas and they're like, we want to have or the guys like, I want to watch you have sex with someone. It's like porn in real life. Yeah, we like have a to chip find someone. Exactly. Maybe. And Kenny was like, you know what? He's like, I will step into this role. Yeah. I will do this for you guys and your your marriage. Okay. Okay. So we Kenny, we're, we're into so. Kenny. Then there's um, Jack Stone. Yes. Which is a villain name. Guys, Just like an 80s, face. like oh an God, 80s villain name. Terrifying looking. He, he has so cat scary. teeth for sure. Definitely full set of new yeah. teeth. It's my first note. Wait, let me um, flip to it. And just his <laughs> face has this sort of gaunt but sort of egg-headed shape. You said wolf-like before. He looks very wolf-like. He's he's got he kind of tilts his whole skull down. Well, I think that's because of new teeth self-consciousness. Really? Whenever you see someone using their face and head in a weird way and mouth, it's usually because they have new teeth and they're really worried that people like us are going to immediately <laughs> know that they I have mean, new teeth. I never They're very this. obvious very because they they were just perfectly even. I will point even. out all those things to you. They were, across the board. they were way too white, but my thought is always like, wow, his teeth are way too white. I never think of caps, and then it seems obvious as soon as it's pointed out. He also had a really sad story. A really sad story. Is he one of the sad stories? Yeah, yeah he's close to his mom. He was an only child. His oh, mother uh, died of cancer when he was in high school. Right. I remember because he said um, that he like it. And he there wants a big family. A few guys who lost lost parents, parents yeah. or siblings. siblings. Very God, that's tragic true. ways. So um, Jack is also a lawyer, so he's like, you know, seems yeah. good on paper for Rachel. He's, he's from Dallas. And either he's a the hero or the villain of a John Grisham novel. Yeah, I mean, Jack Stone is like one of the best names. It's really that is a movie remarkable. name. Yeah, it really is. They def- they only let him have his full name because it's Jackson. I read. Really I also read to. that he changed his last name from actually something like Oberstein to Stone <laughs> because it was his mom's you name. Don't say. I know. Yeah, that's I know. Why. I know. That's so. Ugh. I, should I not have laughed at that? No, it's. Guys, I think that's okay. You just set up a fucking <laughs> landmine for me to walk right on. Yeah, this, that's what this is all about. We're trying yeah, to track. For, yeah, we're just trying. We just bring people on. To, yeah. <laughs> like, Allison Williams really puts her foot in it during the podcast. <laughs> I'll do it again. Don't worry. Um, then it's Alex. Alex complains that he's stereotyped as a meathead, but he's really a big nerd. He can he pump iron code. Guys, and code. I, I have to say, I'm really into Alex. None of the guys ever lead with their nerdiness unless it's like super douchey an Urkel costume <laughs> well or or someone pointed out to me because I said I, I couldn't remember the last time anyone led with their intellectual skills and someone was like yeah we've all forgotten Ian but right I liked um, Ian. yeah and did then, I th- well did then, I but then he lost his shit Oh remember. yeah! Oh my God! I liked but, Ian's intro package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did too. I feel like bragging about the school you went to though is different from being like, "I like coding." I disagree. Yes. It's fine to brag about the school you went to if it's Princeton. <laughs> only, only if it's Princeton. Well, um, well disagree. We see Alex. Uh, I missed what language he was speaking with his parents. It sounded like Russian. Russian. That's what I thought too. And they were making kebabs Just together. Just raw meat. Yeah, we saw a lot of him handling chunks of raw chicken and spearing them onto kebabs. There's a metaphor in there somewhere. Yeah. He 
had some of the, what I thought were the funniest lines. One of the funniest lines of the episode, which is that he showed up with a vacuum and he said he has a passion for dancing with house, household appliances. And then as he was walking away, he goes, look for me behind the fridge. <laughs> that, was that was actually funny. Which really tickled me. That's like a really funny. It was really good. And it was a great callback to her own intro package, exactly. which was awesome. Yeah. Um, the But I do always have a hesitation with guys who whose self-description is like, sure, I may definitely be a beautiful piece of meat. I mean, he's gorgeous. But don't worry, I'm also smart. And it's like, okay. a piece of raw chicken. Basically what you're saying is you don't even need to talk about how hot you are because it's so obvious. Yeah, except I do think that when they are thinking ahead of time and also the producers are helping them think ahead of time, like what sets me apart from the pack. Definitely. The one thing they can know for sure is that it's going to be a bunch of strong, attractive guys. Right. So as a way to kind of separate yourself out from that, I like, like I've never, I don't think seen a Rubik's Cube on this show. I don't think he was actually coding. I can confirm that. He was? Yeah, I mean, he's typing in a computer. I know, did. It looked like coding. <laughs> it did look a lot like no coding. No one else has attempted that, I don't think. But what if it was like the basketball trick where you see the guy toss up the basketball and then it goes out of frame and then it turns out that they dropped it. Yeah, it was like so, someone else's I mean, hand. Someone else was typing and he just was sitting we at the watched, computer. It's just like B-roll that everyone else uses of coding. <laughs> we watched Rachel sink a basket, so... No need for that here. Yeah, yeah, she, we did. She's got the moves. Um, uh, Mohit. Mohit. Oh my god, Mohit. Oh, he does so Bollywood dance, and he has a startup. Like he's gonna. I he's feel like he's gonna really clean good. up in San that Francisco. That actually really now. brought me back to college. I was friends with a lot of like guys and and women who did like bongra dance. Club. He was very good at that, and I love that their entire so family cute. does it. And he said, I "I've know, been doing it for twenty I know. years." I, they I, were so cute. I was a little sad that he didn't make it past Me too. Yeah. night one. But he had one of the most memorable. I think in his defense, I think he just overindulged and I got that footage yeah. of him trying to cut in and have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. And Josiah trying to coach him. It was oh, so there's good. some bromances going on in the house that I really enjoy. Me too. Yeah, they really um, clicked. Okay, so then we come to Lucas. I think Ugh. you mean Waboom. I, I do, God but I didn't want to say it. Wait, this guy the, is the worst. I may just want to read from my Please do. consciousness notes about Lucas. Okay. I hope I don't have to edit them too much on the fly. My, okay. o- my only thing I wrote about him is that he's a huge asshat. I wrote so the, the literal away. worst. Okay. <laughs> Lucas, California, Waboom, Rugby. <laughs> Tummy Roll, Insane and Weird, oh, Class God. Clown, Jim Carrey, Wannabe. Exhausting, <laughs> one testicle larger than the other. Pretends to not know her name. Weirdo. Terrifying. <laughs> he does a glimpse of Waboom, and it's terrifying. Weirdo. <laughs> insane. She's really good at handling him. He's juggling now. He gave her a Waboom tank top. Too drunk. Rose and Waboom's when it happens. So weird and so rude. Oh, my God. Those are my Lucas. I forgot about the tummy roll. It was was quick and very, very off-putting. His whole thing is making his body do shapes that are not attractive. He's a Jim Carrey fanatic. I promise he grew up watching every Jim Carrey movie. He's deeply untalented. He is. Well, he knew, he was also too drunk. Like, there were certain things about him that I was like, actually, maybe he's not that bad. And this could all just be a manifestation of nerves and also a bad attempt at branding. But once that's <laughs> over with, 
he may actually be like a super insecure kind of normal nerdy guy. I think that you can be a very insecure guy and also the worst. And I do that's, that's my take on him. But he also but there is kind of a sad moment where Blake E is confronting him about how obnoxious oh, he's Blake. Oh, Blake so E. Blake is like, we have to talk I don't, Blake. I don't need to like do stuff like this to set myself apart. Like I don't have any waboom in me. I'm just and. <laughs> Lucas is like really, and yeah, seems like really bummed. Like he I was know. like, you got, you don't. Think I might this is hate cool? Blake more than I hate. Luke. Well, immediately I, I was know. like, Iggy is our narrator, and he's just gonna constantly be like giving the producers what they want in terms of commentary. <laughs> and Blake E is obsessed with Lucas. Oh, and here's another thing I just wanted to say generally. I don't know, and I loved Rachel's answer to this with the girls. I don't know if it's possible in this day and age of the Bachelor, Bachelorette, fandom, fame, whatever, to, quote, be there for the right reasons no, anymore. No, there are it, no right. just doesn't happen in a vacuum. Also, yeah. you're going on television. You exactly. know you're probably not going to win or even necessarily actually be that into the person. Yeah, but the celebrity landscape has changed since the show's been on right. the air, such they, that they know that— Get that flat tummy tea exactly. endorsement. Yeah. Like the, that is in their future. And there's other franchises they can spin off into. It used to be it was one and done. The Bachelor Winter Games. <laughs> oh also God. think about the fact that these guys are going to paradise in a week. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that my thing is like it's totally fine to be there for the wrong reasons. I That's how I feel. But me too. I don't think that you should blatantly lie to the lead in order to stay there for the wrong reasons. Right. Obviously, I if you're agree. Like, oh, my God. You're the most perfect woman. I'm definitely proposing to you at the end of this if I can. But secretly, you just want to make Waboom T-shirts. I trust Rachel's judgment. Yeah. A hundred percent. She will weed she them out. She'll weed like, them I, out. I have good judgment. But the other thing is that. I just admired her for saying that because no one's ever said that before. They're like, what? They're not here for the right reasons? Like, <laughs> yeah. she's gone. But she was like, I know. She's like, there's totally lots of reasons to go the on the right show. Yeah. If they were here for the right reasons, they'd just be courting me at home. She's a little more realistic, which is crazy because I think she's also the most objectively a catch of any bachelorette. Which is 100% ad nauseum. Yeah. And yet, what, like, usually bachelorettes <laughs> she's a are triple like, of threat. course they're here to date me. I mean, it's crazy, but like, they totally are into me. Um, And The Bachelor's saying that, too. Okay, next is Blake Blake E, E. who we already talked about a little bit. Uh, But his entire intro package is about how he has a scientifically above-average sex drive. He doesn't want to talk about his penis, though. But, like, he just wants you to know that every woman is obsessed with it, and it's also amazing. He wants to brag about his penis without getting a reputation for being a guy who brags about his penis. My notes go as follows. Has testosterone. (laughs) (laughs) No. is above-average. Last relationship was sex-based and sex-driven. Douche. Quote, the amazingness of my penis. Um, And then drumming. Aspiring drummer. Awkward intro in front of a live audience. Drummer. (laughs) (laughs) She liked him better now. He clearly... Oh, this is really mean. Okay. I think he only recently figured out how to look his best. And I think his whole sex education was because that he he was a dork for a pretty long time, like the majority of his life. And he just figured out if I exercise a ton, if I get this haircut every guy in L.A. has... (laughs) I might be able to be cute. And so I think he has the bearing of someone who hasn't grown into the way he currently looks yet. There is certainly an insecurity yeah. there. And I There's think that's why you see him thing. going after Lucas. Because he's like, yes. how, how could you, like, 
bastardize yeah, exactly. my experience. Is and he one is of the like ones who was between on... how Blake is bragging about his testosterone and his sex drive and his penis, and then when you see him on the show, he seems a l- very unsure of himself. That's yeah. like, he it's comes like, off as the nerdy dude, so that makes front. a lot of sense. I think he identifies Lucas as like a bully, like a classic bully that probably made his life a nightmare at one point. And yeah. so I, I give him weird leeway because I can relate to that at some point, like having gone through a pretty significant awkward phase. Like anyone who's gone through that, yeah. when you emerge from it, it's not like you're like, well, that was that was fine and it's over, and I <laughs> feel totally comfortable in this new skin. Now I'm desirable. Okay, that's well, that's, on that's the a show. good point. He but was. he was on that. I think other he was show, the guy. right? I, I think he was on. He was on after the final rose. Yes, but there's a no. He was there on was after another... the final rose, and he was the one who made her uncomfortable. He was like, "You smell good," and she was like, "You need to make me more comfortable." Yeah. But was and that's he why the he one to redeem himself? No, I know, but wasn't that. there two guys who were on another show that oh. we had discussed? Yes, wasn't that him? I think that he was on the show with Lucas. Yeah, so he there's and Lucas were on another. Beef. Reality they were on a show. show called Wait. Exiled. What? Yeah, and it's a show where you go to an island, of course, an isle with your exes. And I think one so he of them, knew Lucas. One of them vibed guys, with the other show. guy's ex, and there was tension. My assistant can't get over how blown away I'm. <laughs> She's two seasons deep into the Bachelor franchise, so it's not as heavy on her. But this really, guys, this really hit me. It's, so wait, their conversation in the living room was like a conversation about like life choices. Like, what are you doing? Right. I think he's like, hey, dude, you've already, I know what your game is. This you're, makes me you're think here. that what happened is that Blake's highly sexual ex had Went sex to with Lucas, Lucas and oh Blake God. was like, "What the fuck? Like my virility is in question." And like, what? This and then guy he shows really up to do the Bachelor, and this <laughs> fucking guy is there again. Oh no, guys! Oh, and it makes me think everything. the Waboom thing is relatively new too. I think it's because he was like, new. "What are you doing?" Well, actually, I take that back. I think it's entirely possible that with his sorry, that was I took a really <laughs> solid stance and I immediately reversed it. I'm a perfect politician. <laughs> we um, endorse flip flopping here. Yeah, exactly. Um, he seemed. I feel like if you were new to Waboom, you'd lose consciousness the first couple of times you did it. That is a yeah. very intense exertion. That's all he's been doing in his hotel room when he had to to wait. His na- yeah. He's alone in a part of the hotel due to people complaining about noise. I think maybe it's a thing that he would do when he's like out drinking with his friends. Then he was like, wait, I made up this word, man. He's like, what if it's my thing? I'm a genius. It's just a very weird thought to have a friend with a catchphrase. Is so... <laughs> Can you imagine having a friend who had a catchphrase? Also, you know, that is text chain if I were, the if most I annoying, sitcom, yes. most annoying catchphrase. It's so and long. I have a time. visceral reaction to it. I just wanted, at one point, I just wanted him to be like, wah, boom, man. I'd be like, okay, it has yeah, levels. Yeah, that's Do fine. That. Fine. There are no levels. And also, the total insensitivity to doing it after you get a rose is worth sending him home at the next yes. rose ceremony alone. All the other, the other guys, guys were crying. so sad. <laughs> he was like, it was so awful. This is my moment to show the world what Waboom can really be. And like, if you're going to make up a catchphrase, you can't just add wa to an existing thing. 
Well, it's a big, in his defense, honestly, it's a big part of the catchphrase because it's about half the time is spent, if not three quarters, in, on the wah portion of it. It might but be like a full 10 seconds thing. of wah. Oh, his face turns a different color than his neck. It's an exertion. He's going to die because of this. And that's the great irony. It's the I got Shakespearean, it. Chekhovian <laughs> irony of this is that it's this, like will, a great this will be his downfall. Yeah. Yeah. I got a text from a friend of mine last night during the episode that was like, how many wah boom induced concussions do you think I mean yeah that he has had when he's drunk he must he fell over the couch last night at the beginning of the night doing it like he must have dove behind bars it's and, like this is what as you say like this is like a Jim Carrey thing this is what it would be like to watch a Jim Carrey movie if Jim Carrey didn't have such incredible lung capacity and such elastic expression or such experience as a comedian yeah exactly if he were just right. like we're I'm just like a, I'm just gonna professional. Also, a loud person with a megaphone is will be awaiting me in hell if I do terrible things in my life. That is my worst. Someone whose voice is already oh decibels God. louder than it needs to be with an amplification. I was just see these like, guys right after, like just right processing. after he came out. I turned to Greg and I was like. This is the guy that I would murder the fastest if I were married <laughs> to him were very in the entire show. world. I just um, loved that they were trying to figure out who the craziest one was. And then Demario was like, that's him. He's here. I love that because usually they have to cut away to an in the moment where they clearly were like, so do you think that 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 he was the crazy yeah, exactly. guy? And instead, it's exactly the it's moment. It's just a reverse shot in. on Lucas doing an insane thing. <laughs> so good. And they're like, there he is. We're good. We can wrap this up. We can all go home. Yeah. Um, that was so well done. And next we have Diggy, Diggy's intro package. Diggy did not get en- enough screen time in my he opinion. He looks way cuter he's than so I He's so cute. He has he's great really glasses. Cute. Really cute. He's really, really cute. He had a great glasses. Great bow tie. I wrote it down. 75. pairs of sneakers. We found yes. out why he's called Diggy, which was a little convoluted for me, but he's into fashion. And once someone said to him, I like your digs, which referred to his outfits. Yeah. And therefore he's digs. Diggy. Diggy. Sure. It's I like stuck. it. And I liked that he said, I'm going to teach you how to diggy. And then he that wiggled his bow tie. Yeah, it was so <laughs> the cute. The 2017 gesture imaginable. Um, um, I really like him. He didn't get a lot of screen time, but yeah. maybe he'll he, be a sleeper hit. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I hope. And we have to take it down a notch uh, in energy for the last intro package, which is where we meet Josiah. Yeah. Oh, which my was God. So, just heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, his, he's an attorney. But he has this whole um, tragic childhood. His older brother was bullied at school uh, for being overweight, and he ended up hanging himself. And Josiah, this was a little unclear to me, but he sort of implies that he was the person who to find yeah, him. To found him and, and cut him down. Him down. Um, and he was seven years old at the time. Just, That's so cr- – like, I can't even – Heartbreaking. The most heartbreaking. Like if you've seen a seven-year-old, they're just like. I mean, you have, but like, think of how young and vulnerable and 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 also like that. His story is one that feels incredibly. I'm glad that his story exists on the show because first of all, you see someone confronting real trauma, reacting to it in a way, in a circumstance that's really common. He starts misbehaving. And then you see the, I have to say, having spent, you know, some time in prisons recently, the best judge maybe in the planet. This never Yeah, it was happened. pretty shocking yeah. actually to hear the judge that he had such a positive experience yeah, with the, yeah. 
So, the, like, Legal yeah, system. you have a young black man who's, like, a young teenager. He gets He's in 12. trouble with the law for uh, he steals something, I think. Burglary, yeah. Yeah. And the the prosecuting attorney or the judge? The, the judge. judge. The judge. Yeah. Um, You're not a thug was the quote. Yeah, pulls him aside uh, and is like, we're going to put you in a diversionary program. You're a good student. You're a good kid. You're meant for something else. And he said, I looked. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. He said, I looked at him in that moment and I said, I want to be, be like, like you. you. Yeah. And now he works in that office. Yeah. And that's fucking just it's incra- amazing. It's crazy. amazing and beautiful and yeah, I, I mean, I just like fell in love with him. So did I. <laughs> and initially I was like, oh, a prosecutor, because prosecutors are tough and are sometimes part of the problem. But then when I realized that he's a prosecutor who is trying to do good in the same office that did that kind of gave the gesture of good faith and belief to him when he was younger. Yeah. Gave me a lot of hope. We needed prosecutors like that. And he said that in his cast bio that he wanted to. Um, like work his way up um, as a prosecutor and be someone who can like institute change and help people who yeah. need another chance. And that is so rare that young black men are given the opportunity to not just be put in the pipeline to prison, but to, yeah. to turn their lives into something really positive. Um, and he's so great. And it was nice to see, yeah, as you said, a story like this highlighted on a show like The Bachelorette, that reaches millions of people. ABC, this is what happens when you have people from different backgrounds. It's amazing the stories you get out of it and the people. I mean, I I just, like, I I really, I just admired everything about that because every person in that scenario was operating to the best of their ability. It started with a trauma again, and then there was a, you know, incredibly tragic, seemingly insurmountable experience that he went through. He responded in a pretty typical way. He had a really good judge who believed in the goodness of people. And look at what that creates. That creates a prosecutor who also believes in the goodness of people and believes in the fact that people aren't marked and defined by the things that they do when they're at their most upset. You know, that that is a great thing to watch on a television series. It was it very, is. It was beautiful and inspiring. And and then, and, of course, they promptly cut back to a girl chat. Yeah. yeah. It's time for all of Rachel's best friends from The Bachelor, e.g. half of the women who appeared on the show. Yeah, we got yeah, we Jasmine, Raven, Corinne, Christina, Whitney, Alexis, and Astrid. So many people. So many yeah, I didn't even take notes about this. No, we it wasn't really that notable, except Alexis um, implored her to not judge anyone yeah. who comes in a costume because they might be the best person Guys, ever. Guys, Alexis looked fab. Alexis, uh, we fab. just did an she event, a glutes, thing with right? her, she and has. she was stunning and deeply charming. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's great. Her husky voice, I mean, listen, call me. I'm down, <laughs> I'm down the shore all the time. Um, um, yeah, what else came out of that? Basically, all the girls were just calling dibs on who they wanted on um, in Paradise. Paradise. Yeah. So, and Raven got really emotional, and she spoke so spoke about the way that Rachel brings out the best in all of them, and the way that she is able to connect with people who are really different. And I thought that they all hugged. That and was cried. really sweet. So great. Yeah, and Corinne had little to say. Corinne said to let her feelings be entirely in control, and I, I was, was like, joking. "I I couldn't tell. Uh, it was hard she to tell. Wasn't. I don't she think was she saying, was joking. I think what she was trying to say was, 
um, like don't overthink it. Like go with your instincts right. and go with. But it is how possible to underthink EQ. it. You can underthink yeah. things. Use your emotional, your emotional intelligence. intelligence. And when you underthink things, you end up with like a Corinne on The Bachelor type situation. No, I think she really she played this show. Like a violin. We'll see. I'm still waiting for her own reality show to be announced. I'm sure it's. I'm I sure she she's fielding offers and was like, "I love Rachel, but like, how could I? How am I not the Bachelorette?" We're going to take a quick break, but then we'll be back with Allison Williams for more premiere recapping, plus a bonus interview with HuffPost's Ziba Blay about the significance of seeing a black Bachelorette. Stay with us. Before we get back to the show, have you had a chance to find Here to Make Friends on iTunes? If not, now is the perfect time to subscribe and give us a rating. Every time we get a new subscription or review, our show climbs the iTunes chart, which helps other people discover our show. Okay, now back to the show. Okay, we got to get to these limo limo exits. Um, First out of the limo is Peter, and first out of the limo is always a good sign. Always means the casting. It always means, yeah, they think that. They believe in him. And I I just want to say I believe in him. I believe in him, and I wrote down that the gap in their teeth matched before he said it. So cute. And. And he had, like, a good line about being from Wisconsin. It wasn't over the top. Yeah. It was a callback to Nick. Nick and also, he's, Wisconsin. like, very attractive. Yeah, guys. We wow. shouldn't wow. skip this. Yeah. I'm worried he has... I'm worried he knows how attractive he is because he was kind of doing mirror face when he knew he was being filmed. Also, he was a he model. He was a model, so... Yeah, so he does know exactly what he looks like. Yeah. Um, but... I, uh, I and I knew that he was going to get the first rose during the first rose ceremony. He was so he was just so yeah, cute. I, really I think he's going to do really well. And he handled her rejection of his chocolate really well. That was the most. Yeah. And then they I was so charmed. I was so charmed by that moment where you could see also that the reaction was quite genuine. Like his face he was like, oh, no. fell, and he was like, "I will throw this in the fire immediately." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "If you don't like this, I will so carry good. it to the very height of Mordor, and I will yeah. curl it exactly. in." Um, that the awkward. I felt kind of felt for Rachel during this intro episode that she's the first black bachelorette so a lot of guys are going to be like oh chocolate is like delicious brown I'm going to bring her chocolate I think that was Wisconsin based yeah I don't think two guys brought her chocolate I don't think Peter was trying to make that joke though I, I honestly, I think he's too white to have. Yeah. That's pro- well, the, my, Michael brings the brownie and makes a little thing about it. And she kind yes. of like tastes it and is like, OK. Yeah. The worst, though, I mean, we'll get to Brian, but he's the one that said girl. And I at that moment wrote, nope. And then he surprised me. I she, was like, he she liked not. it. Get out. Do no. not do that. <laughs> uh, um, I feel like they stacked the first limo yeah. more than they normally do. Next out is Josiah. Um, both he and Peter are wearing really interesting tuxes, which I enjoy. I like oh, Josiah's I really suit smart. a lot. I do yeah. too. And also, it was like it, it's it's peacocking. I mean, they may have yeah. read the game. Yeah, you just have a you know a distinguishing. Well, the game it, is it worked by Neil yeah. Strauss, which. Chronicles his time learning about the art of the pickup, and I highly recommend it. If you buy it, 
I have no stake in this game, but it's leather bound. Oh, yes. No. I've seen it. Oh, yes. my I've God. I've read it cover to cover. I'm not going to spoil anything. Courtney Love appears. Just you'll understand so many of the Bachelor guys better if you've read this book. And also when guys approach you at a bar and, and try to nag you. Like, my friends <laughs> and I are is cute. Did you come from work? You'll oh, be yeah. like, oh, I see what's going on I here. love your shoes. You look so comfortable. <laughs> yes, that's called a nag. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Um, Josiah also made legal puns. He yes. said, like, catch you later, litigator. Yep. I liked that. <laughs> I that liked it, adorable. too. I liked uh, that. Then we had Brian. Brian is the one who the, talked. He's he's, from, he's Colombian. Colombia. He spe- speaks during Spanish. He oh, looks wait, like wait, Ed Can I say one more thing? Yes, he does. Can I say one more thing about um, yes. Josiah? Josiah, which is that I started to worry that he was going to get the villain edit, and then I saw yeah. Lee, and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah no, we're, well, we're Josiah, fine. And it's great Josiah's about the intro confident. package is that you see so much backstory to him, so you kind of understand when he gets a little self um Aggrandizing, yeah. Um, whereas well, I also think it might you don't be always sense get that humor. Yeah, I don't think that he was trying to. Also, when he doesn't give the first impression, Rose. Sorry, spoiler. Um, he dials it down in this way that I really enjoy. Yeah, he was like, I, I was he's like, I don't know, guys. Like, I guess, yeah, I, guess was I was wrong. wrong. That. And I like yeah. that he could take the ribbing from the other guys. Like they were all kind of joking around yeah. with him. He was like, I'm going to get the first impression. Yeah, yeah. Rose is there. I'm <laughs> oh sorry, is there a Rose here? Yeah, it was great. Okay, sorry, back to Yeah, Brian. I was worried about that, too. So I feel like several of the black guys, like, found each other and got together and started, like, jousting verbally. And some of the white guys were like, I don't know about these dudes. And I was like, shut up, guys. Like, you're you not part of this. You just keep up. Um, Kenny is Wait, next. we were talking. Oh, Brian. Brian. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I just barely said anything about him. So he says Colombian. she's in trouble. I know that was so weird, and then but she liked it and reasserted it. She liked it. Okay, guys, I have something I need to say about Brian. I think he has new cheeks. What? (laughs) How do you get new cheeks, guys? Like get cheek injections? I think he has filler in his cheeks, and I think he has filler in his forehead. And this (gasps) is why I'm here is to observe the most (laughs) trivial things about these guys because this is the way they pick the girls apart. So I'm just making it fair. No, it's good to know. I would never. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't notice these things. I think he has. Yep, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) His face is very smooth. It's so, very yeah, he is, smooth. He is, he is 37. Yeah. I'm telling you, them cheeks, wow. they look great. And I'm not He's shaming super cute. any kind of work. I just needed to point that out because I yelled it at my TV and my husband was like, write it down. Yeah. Share it with the world. Yes. Yeah. You're doing you're doing a, a service here. I'm all for, you know, any kind of work you need to do. Plus, he's a chiropractor. So, yeah. Call me. <laughs> Apparently, he did adjustments for all the guys. Really? Um, That's kind yeah. of him. That's that is kind nice. of He's him. just given that. I love my chiropractor. You know, he has to stay in practice. You know. Um, next is Kenny, um, who has her do like an arm worm dance with him. I like I liked it too. He calls her Let me check something hey, pretty Rachel. I love pretty Rachel. <laughs> I wrote that down. Guys, I am really obsessed with Kenny, and I'm sad because he wasn't in a lot of I the previous. I know. It um, made me really sad. Next is Peter, who points out the uh, gap teeth at one point. And what else about Peter? Oh, Peter was the guy who said Peter. Rachel is pretty in pictures. Oh, but it in cuts person, to Peter. She is gorgeous. Yeah, I was like, 
Well, she's gorgeous in pictures, so I don't know what your well, I think he's trying to make the is. point that she's even, even better looking. A lot of the guys were saying the camera doesn't do her justice, and they were all agreeing I, with that. I disagree. I think the camera does her justice. <laughs> my eyes were Just, burning with the state of beauty on my television but screen. But then imagine what it must be like in person. I like, can't. I would faint. I think if I saw her in that jumpsuit, I would pass out. Yeah. I mean, with the cape, it's like yeah. it's too I can't much. Believe it's too much. Neither of those older ladies passed away. <laughs> Well, no we fun. don't know what they happened. They were like, I after see, they it's the camera. end. I can die happy now. That's true. Um, Rob, the one who he was not that notable. Tom Cruise, okay. he comes out. He's wearing like glasses and looking real scruffy. And he says she was his number one draft pick. Which is why I don't know why he said you were always my number one draft pick. Because isn't that a one and done sitch? I'm not a big sports draft. I think he was just using always as an intensifier. <laughs> Yeah, like you it, it didn't actually make sense. Always. Consistently From moment out. one, I never questioned it. <laughs> Throughout the course of my life. <laughs> She's like, wait. She's like, wait, what? I was only on TV like six Last months ago. Year. I don't understand. Um, like, I mean, recently. He's also like, I think he might be Canadian. Is he the Canadian one? Yeah, he's, he's the one, he, he's the one who he's said. Like, he describes her as jovial later, which I really Yeah, enjoyed. I think he's Canadian. Like, he, he's Santa the one who Claus. said he was a U.S. alien. I mean, yeah. everyone's <laughs> stepping up their game. She even said, I'm nervous and I'm, I'm I'm anxious. I'm excited and anxious. I was like, great. As long as it's not nervous and excited, I'm a happy kitten. <laughs> I'm so sick of those two words next to each other. Then we have show. Iggy, who is super earnest. He said yeah. he's genuinely and authentically excited to meet her. Not like yes. all these other turds. Yeah. He was just really kidding. Nervous. He seems very nice. Iggy and, seems sweet. But then I, he immediately started becoming gossipy and started sizing everyone up. And he's the producer's dream. He's the guy who will take you through the season and who will narrate everything. And I see how. Demario like, and Kenny are going to be narrators too. You yeah. Think so? yeah. Yeah, I think so. And but I think Iggy's like value to the producers is that he can tell that he's like a little less attractive in a conventional sense than the other guys and so that makes him really anxious and he wants to like know the status of everything and like what his chances are because he doesn't have that confidence that he's at the top of the Yeah, path. I feel like the alpha beta sorting happens instinctively and immediately yep. yeah. when they get into the house and you know, I think he's another. Um, oh God, there's so many names. What's his name? <laughs> God damn it! Like um, Blake. Blake. Yes, I think he's another Blake to me. Who's like Iggy's totally cute and is really strong and sweet, and I feel like would stop girls in their tracks. But he's not used to that yet. Yeah, definitely. He's he feels like the the nerd at the back of the class. Yeah. Um, next is Bryce, the firefighter. Who, who was the transphobic one? And he wore a uniform the entire time. I honestly like basically that missed didn't, his I'm sorry, intro. the uniform did not fit him well around the collar, and that was very distracting to me. He also said with honor when offered the rose, and I was like, that's a little... So that's his thing, is going to be like, I'm the man in uniform here. Will he wear a uniform the entire show? I TBD. hope so. <laughs> Probably. He's like, great. Uh, I don't have to pack a lot. Just... <laughs> he seemed really serious. Yeah. Yep, didn't get much humor from that one. Will, on the other hand, comes out dressed as Urkel. Yeah, that was that took that took balls, I gotta say. And he was in um, a few of the promos. Yeah, so we're I gonna feel like we're gonna see him. more of him. Yeah, he, and well, I didn't then really he, get much of a sense of him. During he comes this. he comes back out he in a nice suit, like he does his Urkel entrance, and then he goes back in the limo and changes very 
quickly into a nice Yeah, suit. they didn't edit that. <laughs> yeah, no. Instantaneous. He's, he's he magic. He is Broadway. Clark Kent. He's a woman uh, yeah. who works backstage at Broadway. He was wearing a tarot A <laughs> Urkel costume. Classic. And he's actually really cute. I thought he was cuter cute. than I could see on his cast photo. He's really cute. And he got the second rose. So. Yeah. I think she really liked his uh, gimmick. Yeah. And he, yeah, he seems friendly. Uh, Diggy is next in a gingham shirt and With gingham the bow, tie. bow tie. And the best glasses. I love we those glasses. We think those are Warby? I kind of think? think they are Warby's. I too. Yeah. I'm going to look for them. And Guys, I was oh like, God. I would wear those. I recently got new Warby Parkers, and then I opened a book I was I'm I was reading, a new book that I might be reviewing, and I opened the back flap, and the author was wearing the same glasses. So you're like, I, I chose like, correctly. A plus across the board. This book is amazing. Do you have to remove yourself from reviewing the book? Because now your opinion I probably is so should, skewed. because now I identify strongly with her. I understand. Her. I think it's a, I think it's a compliment. No, I feel like I always, like, catch eyes with people who have the same warbies as me on the street and I'm like I think this yeah, is obstruction nice. of justice we're both a laurel <laughs> that's us um, and yeah he offers a teacher out a diggy and he's really really charming and then uh, I think next is Clay. Kyle oh I like clearly missed half these. Kyle's the one I, <laughs> I don't think. Remember, I don't remember. I kept who getting Kyle, Kyle is. and Milton mixed up, but I think Kyle is the one who brings her Jamaican buns. And yes, is like, he does. I want to show like, oh, you my buns. I'm here to show you my Okay, buns. I like literally must yeah. have been looking down, gathering tweets, and I missed this. It's hard intro. to take such exhaustive notes and also catch everything. Yeah. Um, next is Blake K. I loved Blake K. I was very upset he got sent home night one. He was one. Just really nervous. He was a super yeah. sweet, cute and I loved what he said Marine after. vet. He was like, These are great guys. Yeah. And he listed their occupations. I was like, you guys were there for a long time. Like, yeah. Maybe two days? <laughs> he knows those guys so you much better. Really than he really talked to the other man. He just yeah. didn't talk to Rachel that much. I think he was just really nervous. But 65 years, his grandparents. Yeah. Damn, that's amazing. I, I need him to go to paradise so we can see more of him. Yeah. He doesn't feel he doesn't like I know, but he's so cute. But he's a, he's a, he's a former veteran, a uh, former veteran. He's a Marine veteran and he used to be a veteran, but they took it away. I'm sorry. No. Um, and he has this vibe of like um, very square, very earnest, sort of upright Decorum, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which doesn't Not necessarily mesh thing. well with Rachel. No. Or with I hope is that one of the, that this will just open him up to a bunch of other people, and he'll just have a ton of practice with girls. I feel like he's going to have a lot of like, women sliding into his DMs. I saw like a very Instagram. I saw a lot of uncomfortable tweets that were like. I don't like Asian guys, but he's hot. And I was like, oh, no, uh, you could have really left the first part of that off. Yep. We'd all be happier. <laughs> but good to know about you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tell us more about your vagina sexual yeah, preferences. Exactly. Um, and then Brady comes out with a sledgehammer and a block of ice to break the ice. How has this never happened before? Guys, Has this happened I'm before? Shocked. I, say, I liked it. <laughs> I liked it, too. He's it a male also- model. He's very nice, um, strong jawline. He's, he's, he has perfect face. Yeah, perfect face. Very <laughs> symmetrical. A serious case of perfect face. <laughs> I also that thought, was one of those moves that, that I was like a producer came up with that and he was like I'll do it I, maybe you know but good I for him say, it was a ton of exertion it no. did not look he did not it like felt a little a little <laughs> threatening immediately when you like see him exit with a sledgehammer and then you're like oh I see where you're going with this okay this is fine I yeah. hoped he was gonna deal with a watermelon you know like just um, like a Gallagher bit. yeah and then she just has like 
watermelon well, all someone, over her dress. Someone got sand all over her dress later. So, you know, clearly that's what we're doing. Dean. Dean, sandbox experience. <laughs> Dean, Dean, really Dean. Dean, who was feeling some regret about his casually racist opener and on After the Final Rose. The fuck around. Yep. Yeah. Yep. She really likes him. She's into him. I can't wait to talk about what she says about people's expectations of her, but I'm getting ahead of us. At the end of the episode in the preview. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm excited to talk about the preview, but we can't do it yet. Okay, um, sorry. This is seven hours okay. long. <laughs> then oh there's Jamario. Okay. I went... My feelings about Jamario literally look like an echocardiogram. If that's what the... <laughs> beep, beep. Is that yes. what that is? EKG. I went back and forth on him one million times between thinking he was too confident yes. and thinking he was smart and funny and great. And yeah. He like might be both. He might be overly confident, but also smart and funny. Yeah. And we've gotten hints from Chris Harrison that he might. It's not not even even a hint. It's literally like several people have said he is not there for the right reason. I just thought, like, when he said to her, he said first date, and then she was like, that's presumptuous. And then he was like, first kiss. And she was like, that's really presumptuous. And then he said, first Christmas. And I thought that was, Aww. it was like a cute button. That was I just thought like, he yeah. was super cute. He's very witty. She thinks his confidence is sexy. And um, she said, I'm looking to go deeper with Demario. Ooh. And yeah. he has a lot of energy and was confident on camera. Those yeah. are all things that she is. He's, he he's can roll at the punches and yeah. he has a lot of great pop culture references. Love his pop culture. I references. loved his bio. His bio was yes. my favorite. Yeah. And then he asked her in sync or backstreet boys. And she says in sync and he like gives her a high five. And I was like, you would have done that if she said back. Also, but then I, I, know. I like even his ability to like argue with her. I feel like he was already was... gearing up for the high five when she started. <laughs> he's like, same, same, same. Yeah, same. totally. Me too. And but then she clarified. She's like, I also love that. He was like, yeah, totally. Me too. She's America's sweetheart. What else are you going to do? He was just like, I want to associate myself with A, nostalgia, which is a good, warm feeling, and B, two of the hottest boy bands of all time. Yeah. That's a great association It's perfect. For him. You should have him on this show. He would be a great guest. He would be a fantastic I guest. He's so much fun. You Guys, know what? I can't wait for him to get kicked off. I'm going to He just, will. I, unfortunately, uh, I think yeah. it's not too long. I agree. And I also think um, he'll probably be someone who is not opposed to press. I think so, too. Yeah. But I also think, like, he is incisive and funny and he's a great observer he is the kind of guy who can actually maybe parlay this into a podcast or like because he's generally being a celebrity genuinely funny and charming he's genuine he made me laugh really hard but then you have like milton whose whole goal goal in coming on was to get discovered who is so difficult to watch no we haven't gotten to milton yet let's just say he's not charming yeah Oh, God. Yeah. And then cried? Allison just looked ahead. Did he cry? He did yes, cry. he did Got cry. It. Copy. Um, next, Copy we, we meet Blake E. again, and he brings a marching band in which he plays. He's just really he's a, overcompensating. I know, but he's a really good drummer, and he I'm, was clearly in a high school marching band, and he was a dork, guys. I'm he, telling no, you. No, I think your yeah. theory is right. I this just his want him to tone it down a little. All yeah. that needs to happen is if they ever get to a point where he kisses her and they cross that Rubicon, he will be a different person. That is my prediction. I don't know that he's going to be there long enough for that to happen. I, yeah, I don't have But that is what I'm I also, great confidence. I feel like he might be the kind of guy who once he's kissed her is like, she's mine. What are all these bros doing here? <laughs> it's so true. Um, and then we Fred. meet Fred. He comes Fred. with a yearbook from his Fred. third grade oh my God, year. Fred. Guys, he, this was fascinating. He flips to the eighth grade year. 
She is there. She's like, nope. I love how immediately she, she, she was, was focused so... on what awkward stage this was going to yeah. be yeah, in television. What year? Scene. What year? <laughs> she looked gorgeous. She obviously she was perfect. Whatever. She was like, Ew. I was like, you like, should see my eighth grade photo. I it was know. did not look like it's that. Just braces. <laughs> yeah. I basically didn't <laughs> wash my roots. Braces, and they were yeah. like somewhere in here. Yeah. Is I think I like just learned how to plug my yeah. eyebrows. It was like not great. Oh, I hadn't learned that yet. So I had a unibrow, and I had greasy hair on top, and like fluffy hair on the bottom because I wouldn't let anyone cut it. My mom used to cut it. And then I was like, I'm just not going to cut it. And that's fine. And so I had split ends from like the chin down. <laughs> Pick Braces. or it didn't happen is all I'm going to say. Oh, there Pick are pictures um, that I made my friends remove from the internet. And what I love is that then Rachel says, and I wrote this down verbatim. She says, I cannot believe Fred is here. I knew exactly who he was when he stepped out of the limo. He was a very he bad kid. He was a kid. very bad kid. And then later uh, she goes, you so funny. a bad kid. You always remember the bad ones, which I love. What now did I was he like, do? What, I want to know what he did. She was his camp counselor. So she was in a position of, you know, disciplining Authority. him. But he... What what does a third grade kid do? I think it's just I think he was probably like hyper, couldn't, wouldn't pay attention, wouldn't stop talking when yeah. she needed him to stop talking. And as someone who has been a camp counselor, like if there's a really annoying kid who's mean to the other kids and talks back to you, like after a while that will grate on you, and it's the only thing you can ever associate I mean, them. That's with. That's what makes me think because she doesn't just seem like wow, he was a real obnoxious kid. She that it's was like, like he it's was like bad. He was bad. Like he was the bully. <laughs> I didn't interpret it that way, but it's really funny to picture him being like some sadistic little kid because now he's so, so sweet. He's so cute. I can't believe she got past that though. Like literally she's picturing a fourth grader and she's like uh, I don't think it's going to make out with you. No. Last. It's just I mean not that age different age truly doesn't matter at this point. It's the association. It's the association. Yeah. She'll always picture him like giving her a wet willy. Yeah. Right yeah. When he's in third grade. Yeah, She's exactly. like look I just don't want to. I think she really kept him because it would a third grader to send yeah. Her, yeah. Old, her old counsel. I think we'll home. see him last in a, another week or two. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan makes Rachel close her eyes. <gasps> I was not okay with this. And then he tickles her. Double-handed tickle on the side. Invasion sides. of personal space. I was... You do not do that. No. Mm. Don't First touch all, someone without their consent when you meet yes, them. Exactly. Don't do it. And even if you think it's sweet and funny, like... Do not do that. Even and if it, you look kind of like Bradley Cooper, you're not just allowed. Like a really uncomfortable Cooper. version yeah, of Bradley Cooper. Like Frank, he's so insecure, you could tell. I know. Yeah. And he is, his whole thing is like, I just want to make sure you laughed at least once. Well, do a funny gimmick because that worked really well on her. He's like, I'm doing the clinical technical <laughs> yeah. thing that will trigger laughter. I will literally <laughs> force you to laugh at me. risk not making you laugh and saying something that you're supposed to laugh at. So I'm going to make sure that laugh comes well, out of Well, he is mouth. a doctor, so he knows exactly how to get a laugh when he really needs to. Like, but I lead like, with know being a doctor. Can do? It could, you could pee. cause her to spontaneously pee in I her beautiful white dress. I know. But she but didn't, probably. No, no, because she's perfect. Yeah. She is perfect. She seems a little irritated. She's like, I'm really ticklish. I would be very irritated. She would have gotten slapped in the face. Uh, yeah. She, I was like, she is very kind to him. Yeah. It would not have ended well. At the slightest pressure on my hip, I would have been like, uh-uh, what? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Never. Not now. Not ever. And then there's... Like, 
I I've been known to knee guys in the balls when they tried to. Well, to I that would make for great television, in, honestly. In third, yeah. grade, in third and fourth grade, <laughs> you need thing, a guy in the balls. Uh, you remember those J Crew wooden clogs that yes. a lot of people had? I got a pair, and I used to like recreationally kick guys in the balls because I thought it was funny, and my empathy muscles weren't very strong yet, and so I couldn't possibly imagine what that would feel like. And they'd go down. And I would just be like, weird. Why does that hurt so much? And I did it a lot. And they you were a vicious kid. I was a bad kid. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I was Fred. <laughs> I bet your camp counselor will never forget that. Um, never, ever. Then um, Lee shows up with the guitar. He's singing Ugh. her a song. Ugh. He's not a good Ugh. singer. No. Like, I, well, he's very affected as a singer. He yes. puts yes. on, like, there's a big, you can tell when that's like a, like, you know, Dolly Parton isn't doing a thing when she's singing. That's what she sounds like when she talks. That's how she sings. It's yeah. like this little voice. It's incredible. He is making himself have a voice that I don't think he organically has. But it's not a good one. It's It, it results it's in this garbled throaty. series yeah. of noises that I... It took me a couple lines Maybe to figure out how words. I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's like, this is what a country singer sounds like. He is trouble. Um, he's the villain. And yes, and his hair yeah. is straight up vert. It's like Johnny Man, Bravo he hair. Has, he has a Kardashian part. Like I, I believe there's a chance he like lasered his part to be like oh totally God. clean. Yeah, but his hair—he had an incredibly defined part. So did Iggy. Yeah, he did. Both the defined have... part is really big for guys. Right it's really now. big, but like, how do you achieve that? I don't know. Anyway, I always thought they just shaved a little tiny bit. That's there. really hard. How thin is that razor? I don't know, <laughs> man. I don't know anything. I want to meet someone that can do that. Maybe a barber, Vinny. Um, um, so we already talked about Alex. He was dancing with delightful. With love. And okay. then Milton. Milton comes out, takes a Polaroid selfie with her. Fine, and then he hugs Wait. her. And he goes. Okay, what even? Why was that? did that happen? Like ten times. And then she, yeah. Later, she said, "Oh no, this is a thing. <laughs> this is his yeah. thing." She's like, "One time, okay. More than once. Uh, this, this is, is his, his thing, thing, and it's, it's not, not mine. mine. <laughs> that was great. And that's how you know that at the end of the day." She will just cut someone. And she yeah. made the right call because when he got cut and was crying and I was about to feel bad for him, he revealed that the reason, sorry, this is a spoiler, but he revealed that the reason he was upset is because of all the outfits he didn't get Listen, to wear, which is uh, really relatable. But also, it's very relatable. Definitely, definitively, once and for all, not the right reason. It's not the right reason. <laughs> but I did feel, but also he kept saying, I'm the best dressed guy here. And he was wearing kind of like... A slightly ill-fitting suit. It didn't fit. He no, was wearing was like, a Milton, pastel you need to rethink plaid this. shirt He's wearing and a, a pale pink gown. tie. Yeah. And there was the fashion no. game was strong yeah, in this I mean, group. Yeah. nickname is based on his clothing. <laughs> and he was wearing like a gray tux with wide black lapels. Like he was really pushing the that limits. W- that was Diggy, I think. Oh, that was Josiah. That was Josiah. Oh, that was Josiah. Diggy was wearing the pink bow tie oh, that right. was great everything Ugh. see this is what I mean Loved there it. are too many great yeah outfits. and Peter had a great suit like Milton was wearing Milton was what not his dad wore to Easter great... when he was a kid so he needs to rethink the money he's spending on those clothes yeah, uh, I mean, and maybe he still has the tags and on. also stop growling in women's ears just the weirdest Before you've choice. established that I, they well, enjoy here's that. Here's what I think happened. I think he got really drunk really quickly, and then the growling was just like a weird drunk reflex. Instead of um, he just growled. Yeah. But, like, why? 
I've never I've made a guy s- do that one, one woman that, that he slept with once told him she liked that. And he's like, all women love this. I feel like it's what like the sex villain would do <laughs> in a like I think it's another Jim Carrey influence on this generation <laughs> oh, of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Guys, move on. There's a lot of great comedy. Speaking out there of now. moving on. <laughs> um, um Adam I, yeah. comes in with Adam Jr., AJ. He has really loved this. It's like a half sized judgment. I just couldn't help it. Well, I love what production did with it. They give him like uh, interviews and a voiceover. So yeah. funny. A really sultry French and personality. Perfect. Yeah, I love they gave him a full I wanna know I wanna know who voiced I the dolls. Yeah, me the too. Because it I would like to meet like them. <laughs> non French speaker or French Canadian, and I just don't have a good enough year for French Canadian. Or really slow, real French. I don't know. Yeah, I can't can tell. tell. But it was it was really like a French film um, that unfolded. Before I know the music. I, I really time. like. I and really then tickled me. And I was so embarrassed by myself watching it. I was embarrassed <laughs> that Moxie was watching me. Really be delighted by that. No, when he when he he's like. I disgust her after. She's like, I'm creeped out. I know. That killed me. I disgust her. I had an actual laugh. Me too. Um, And the guys were having so much fun with the puppet, which was great. I do too. And they were like, I think that AJ is feeling left out. Like, I feel bad for the guy. I loved it. Um, Meanwhile, um, Matt Matt comes out in a penguin costume. Oh, which just cannot match Alexis. And it can't match the shark. Squeaking noise. No, that was a sound effect. For sure. They did that twice. Once with the vacuum, which was not plugged in, and I assume wasn't (laughs) making vacuum noise. Maybe it was a battery operated vacuum. Oh my God, is that a real thing? Is that a thing we can have? I yeah. Technology guys. You're like probably. He wasn't I think that was a sound effect on the penguin okay. costume. Actually, there is a battery upgraded vacuum because I have one and you charge it. <laughs> it's like you, like, yeah, you were like, wait, does this exist? <laughs> I didn't remember. You had to think about it for a while. I used Do you like yesterday. charge it? Do you charge it? And then yeah, you charge yeah. it. So yeah. funny. <laughs> Actually, I am thinking of this. Um, yesterday, I used one because it's mine and I have it. <laughs> right, After something that. Maybe it wasn't a sound effect. Okay. And then we have Grant, an ER doctor who comes in an ambulance to save her from being bored to death. And he's from New York. Yeah. Yeah. He got, he just didn't make an impression. Next is Anthony, who I loved his bio. It's all about like Murakami. And all I wrote was he wants to understand her. He doesn't have a great (laughs) entrance. Commit to learning about me and I'm going to commit to learning about you, I think. Very bland. He was in a ton of the promos. He was in so many of the promos. This guy's going to do well. I think, I mean, he has maybe a personality that seems like it could be a balance to her as opposed to matching her. Yes, in their in their conversation, he seemed like happy to do more listening. Yeah. And I think that she has a lot of guys who are going to talk at her. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's a really good thing. I think that's and he seems very smart. Yeah. So, I like him. Next is Jamie who is really into her dress. He calls it ridiculous. He's really oh, into yeah, looks in general. Okay, wait, yeah. This is my favorite thing about Jamie, which is that he teetered dangerously close to learning some pretty solid life lessons and then backed away from them. <laughs> no life lessons. Was, the first one was nightmare scenario. You roll up to a bar and there are 31 guys. And for some reason you decided to stay. <laughs> Number one. Yeah. Think about that and extrapolate from it. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> Maybe Rachel doesn't like guys who have perfect hair and perfect facial features. 
yes, maybe looks aren't everything is the extension of that point. And then the last one is the guy in a penguin suit gets to chat with her, but the dude in a $2,000 suit doesn't. Yes, again, yeah. <laughs> money isn't everything. Like, he yeah. came so close to becoming a, a But you know, instead, he come close. I don't know that he no. did come that close. He said the things <laughs> that if you went one step further, you'd be like, oh, my God, money and looks aren't everything. Instead, but he's like, but actually, money and looks are everything. Yeah. I do have perfect facial features. Also, he's the one I that disagree. in, that in his bio. Disagree with you that? are allowed. He put it out there for us I to assess. So. He was like, yeah. He was like, look, was we like, all sir. know that I have the best suit and the best face and the best hair. And I was like, well, wait, wait a second. The Calm down. down. Yeah. <laughs> this is not accurate. As an objective observer, he's, I like, think there's I think some... he's the one in his bio that was like, I deserve a model. Yeah, they were like, describe um, your oh, perfect ew. woman, and he, he said I, a model. I loved your recap of that, by the way, guys. <laughs> no. But then I immediately forgot everything. He said, uh, so did I. I don't remember any of the lines. I don't things. I don't remember who they correspond to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, he someone, just was I tweeted into... like a little dialogue between a couple of the guys last night, and then someone was like, how do you remember their names? And I was like, oh, you know, I write them down. And then immediately someone else was like, that was Adam, not Alex. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, so a lot of them are similar. Yeah, I don't. Never mind. Um, it always takes a few weeks. Yeah, and uh, then comes Jack Stone. Oh, terrified. My His note for him is me. always look creepy. Looks creepy. Yeah, not notable. There's something about it's really scary. But I think he's. I mean, at least they kiss. We see them kiss. So he's he's there for another week. Then it's Mohit. <sighs> He holds her Aww. hands and tells her this is the only time I'll have the upper hand And in I was like, that's accurate. It was so accurate. I really, I had high, high hopes. I know, he was cute. But, okay, um, can we talk Can we talk about Jedediah? Okay. In the Bible, Jacob wept so when he So this met is Rachel. where I had the flash to Handmaid's Tale, because I've been yes. watching the show. Praise and you be. know, praise, praise be, be under way. his eye, under his eye. Praise uh, be. May the Lord open. <laughs> Which is so weird as a sentence, and it yeah. drives me crazy. It's... It, Open what? The womb? The, the, the fruit. Oh, I know, but they don't finish it. And it's it's it's, it's all about... It's in poor taste to discuss wombs. Like, they should end it without dropping their voice yeah. at the end. May the Lord open... <laughs> anyway. So just when they're performing the ceremony, a.k.a. Um, raping women in... The Handmaid's or, Tale. Oh, they I, saw, read, I thought we were still talking about the Bachelor. No, no, they read. They read from the Bible about Jacob and Rachel, oh, and yeah. so then that's all I could think about when he had that opener. I was like, it's just the wrong moment for this yes. biblical but, reference. But it happened before the show came out. That's true, I know. I mean, for me, he, he right? not for him. It's yeah. not he his fault. I just Tale. like, yeah, I mean, it was Rachel a little was like the legendary hot woman of the Bible. So, like, he wanted her so bad, he married her sister too. It's what true. I need to read the Bible. Yeah. Her, her father got, got a brush. Her father tricks him by marrying, by putting Leah under a veil and marrying her to Jacob, who's worked for seven years to earn Rachel's hand. But then he's like, "Psych! I gave you the ugly sister no one wants." And then he continues working to like win Rachel's hand. Also, what happens to the sister? Oh, she's fucked. Like she has, they're like all married. Well, yeah, Uh yes, but also she's like married to someone who doesn't give a shit about her, and and then he also has sex with with a handmaid too. Yep. So yeah, and there we go. In order to have a baby, this is helpful. So this is a lot of things were coming up for me when Jedediah was speaking, and Um, that was also basically the only thing we got from him, except when he did not understand that when someone interrupts your short time with the lead you just need to gracefully leave yes you it, don't it's not a good look to say get in a line over there your story yeah. you just was like and then in seventh grade i i know i i just felt like 
she's, I think she, obviously we see her go to church. Faith is part of her life, but I think that it's not that kind of presence in her life where you'd open a conversation by quoting the Bible. Yeah. It just didn't feel like she it was— It surprised me that the only thing that seemed biblical about Jedediah to me was his name. Which is, yeah. by the way, very incredibly biblical. Very yeah. biblical. Just go by Jed, man. Um, yeah. And Michael, the, the former brownie. pro basketball player, brings her the brownie. She very gamely eats a piece, even though apparently she does not like chocolate. Yeah. Um, and then it's time— for <clears throat> Waboom. After the guys have, a, you know, a well-timed <clears throat> chat about who's going to be the crazy one. And yes. Mario's like, which one of you? Which one of you's crazy? And they're all like, yeah, so They're far, all like, so weird. Everyone's normal. really, really normal. Was yeah. just, <laughs> just plotting <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> and Lucas opens by sticking a megaphone out the window oh of the limo and announcing himself like he is entering a wrestling match. Which, and ironically, yelling about his testicles. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. Kenny needs to show no, him up. No, so there's one that I thought that was a funny line, which is not abnormal. It's not. Having two different I would find it really abnormal if I, like, were to see a guy's package and the two balls were just perfectly, like, the same size, that just hanging be, neatly next to each other. That would be really painful for them. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason for that. Yeah, there needs to be just a little give and take, as it yeah. were. Um, Shock absorption. He comes out wearing a cartoon muscle shirt. That well, we don't know it's a muscle shirt yet. Yeah, we find <laughs> he out He does later. have a blazer. It's cloaked under a blazer. <laughs> and it has a cartoon of him. Yelling waboom. And before you think maybe this was made on a boardwalk as a one off, nope. Yes, he has more later. That's his thing. He's going to be the waboom t shirt millionaire. And to his credit, that word was like trending the other day when the bios went up. And And, and last night. Yeah, and last night. Because he listed it as his profession, and that is just (laughs) not a thing that you can do as a job. Unless also, I feel like the producers changed a few of the professions. I don't think they changed his. I get a very strong impression (laughs) that he wrote Waboom. He was like, I'm going hard for my brand and my brand. I think the producers changed. Yeah. Waboom, he definitely wrote drummer. Because there's just too many trainers. Yeah. So it's finally time for the cocktail hour to start. Rachel's given her toast. Um, we've She's already, keeping it 100. <laughs> we already talked about most of what happened, but we need to talk about her first impression rose choice because um, there's a lot of confidence huh. expressed by a lot of guys that they're going to get the first impression rose. Josiah seems very confident as so does Demario. Demario. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I kind of thought was like half bit, half real. Yeah, <laughs> it's it hard really to tell wh- where, where it ends and begins, but it was funny. And... Um, I hate to say it, but whoever kisses the bachelor or bachelorette first usually, right, gets the first impression rose. Is that true? If she's into if it. If she's into Sometimes it. people will uh, go in for a kiss. Eating and, each other. Right. Yeah. Both right. But, but exactly. if you go in for the kiss too early and the person's not into you, then you're like done. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, so Brian was lucky. Fortunately, apparently his kiss really won her over, um, even though it did not win me over. It I do was, not care for his the visit the visual of his technique. It was intense. It, it had no. It went right to eighty miles an it hour. It was like his. I thought he was going to swallow her entire face. He so was putting I. a lot of like suction and motion into it. Tongue. I saw his tongue. You should never see. Oh someone's no, tongue it was too much tongue. I think the thought think of seeing. She really liked that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My husband was behind me going. This is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> wow. 
By the way, he's watched every season. Oh my so god, it takes a lot. I didn't even know he's still watching. Wow. Um, so he gets pulled away for the first impression, Rose, and upon that occasion, he gives her the gift of another. Even really more intense mouth makeup. Yeah. Oh God, a mouth a mouth, I think it's here's what it is. It looks like he's trying to give her mouth a hickey. It's yes. just it's hungry. It's like yeah. rushed. I think rushed probably for good reason. I think he doesn't want anyone to walk in on them. And luckily the person who sees them is blackout. And Mohit gave me the biggest, the biggest LOL among several, I have to say. His gasp the, was just wait, what's Mohit oversees said? them making out away to him watching and I was like, oh no. And he puts his hands over his mouth, gasps, and then makes a motion, keep being like, keep your away. mouth away. And he's <laughs> making swimming gestures of trying to separate their mouths. <laughs> it was so good. And also Mohit trying to cut in on the conversations and being like too drunk and nervous to do it. And then and he the takes guy. Josiah's drink and Josiah's like, that was that was my drink. Okay. You, you can, can have, have some. You can have some. Oh, Again, it also made me laugh. He no wasn't prepared. Hit. Oh, and I like it made me like Josiah. He even was a, more. it was a great audience surrogate moment because <laughs> he was doing literally the same motions and face that we're like, I was get doing. away, get away. And he just it killed me too that like the one person who saw it happened is not only too drunk to know what's happening, but also gone. So the kiss yeah. is not known to the greater public. Except that when they go on the group date to the Ellen show, which I assume happens soon, um, Brian is the one who says to Ellen, she's a great kisser. And then Ellen says, guess this guy kisses and tells. Yeah, that's true. He's not ashamed of that beautiful kiss of his. No, he also made a point to tell her, I'm good with (laughs) my hands. Oh, I'm sure he's like hanging his head in shame a little bit. He's probably at home on the couch going, no, get the mouse away. But But it's too late. He already did it. Well, that's his kiss. So that maybe he's like, there it it. is. That's my famous kiss. It works every time. And it did work. It did work. 20% of the time it works every time. I think most people don't want to see that reflected back at them. No. Their kid. I mean, Their as kiss. someone who's watched myself yeah. kiss a ton on camera. It sounds uncomfortable. You just yeah. have to you start slower. I mean, you have to recognize yeah. you're being filmed. There's a there's a romance to it. Like you didn't see it was like a Humphrey Bogart style kiss from when the girl just like collapsed into guy's arms and there was weirdly no tongue but a lot of head movement. I would have yes. killed for that. Instead we got Perfectly still heads and so much time. It reminded me so much of um, when Ari was on the show and people (gasps) were obsessed with his kissing technique. See, here's the thing. I wanted to be in their kiss with them. Yes. It was so passionate. Because he's so gentle. Like, he would, like... Cup the Ugh. face. Ari was this cool. moving slowly. Was so sweat. Now. Also, Ari would do the like the like up against the wall thing oh, that was, was so I hot. Literally have the chills right yeah. now. I have a terrible memory of past seasons, past contestants. You can't their forget Ari and their uh, chemistry. I was like, I want to be in their relationship with them. I want to be kissing the both of them while they're also kissing each other. Like it was so good. Hey, some couples are into that. So you know, as we learned earlier, uh, Kenny knows. What do you mean? Um, <laughs> Wait, we were, we were talking about Kenny, Kenny having sex having with a sex. woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes. sorry, sorry, sorry. But I wouldn't want Ari to watch. <laughs> I no, mean, that's sorry, true. That's, I wouldn't want Ari or you would, be, you would be bringing it all together. Yeah, you want it all at once. Yeah. Um, it's understandable. Okay, so finally we have the rose ceremony. I don't really have Are the they in a new location for the rose ceremony? I there didn't notice. I think I was like, I, I was like, why are we, you know, in the 10 to 11 hour? I can't pay attention to this anymore. It's a new area, guys. 
It did. Well, it didn't for look them super for... familiar to me, but I was so focused on going to bed as soon as possible. That... She does thank everyone for their patience. Acknowledge that it's you know. I think she's probably five a.m. daylight. No, it's brighter than five a.m. It looks. I like think she was morning. having a was long, like a long bargaining session with the producers over whether she could let go of Milton if she kept Lucas. Yeah. And um, they were like, yes, they, as they long made as that you compromise. keep Tickle Monster and Waboom, you can do anything yeah. else. Um, so I, there are 31 guys, so I don't think we need to read all the guys who got roses, but maybe talk about who's going home. Um, Jedediah. Jedediah. Rob. Um, Wait, oh, Rob. Oh, Rob. So, okay. Jedediah, the biblical one. Rob was the Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise with the glasses. glasses. First draft pick. Um, I didn't even notice he went home. Blake K. The vet who he got an extended outro. Yeah, what he said yeah. was so lovely. It was really yeah. sweet. And he really gave props to the guys for being a good group, except for Waboom. Yeah, Mohit. Uh, we oh, said goodbye yeah, to. Uh, See you in paradise, Mohit. I hope so. Er, Doctor Grant, Michael, the former pro basketball player, Milton, mm-hmm. uh, Kyle. And let's revisit Which Milton. one was Kyle? Kyle was the one who I brought like already in the Jamaican forgotten. buns. Oh, right. And he looks I literally keep sort of similar him. to Milton in a way that's like I kept confusing them. Um, but Milton um, gets very emotional upon leaving. And I was I was like, I didn't realize you felt so strongly already. That like, you had I feel such a very connection. strongly about my clothing. He got some legit pop-in outfits Well, he's wear. probably like, Not honestly, th- I convinced all of these um, men's boutiques to give me clothing for free on the condition I'd wear them on television. Now I'll have to return them all. Wait, yeah. you can do that? Guys. Keep your tag Oh, yeah. All these all these people show. get get clothes um, given to them by brands. That's now. so smart. You think so? Yeah. Because they always then post on Instagram, yeah. like, this boutique in Georgia is the best. Like, like the girl, yeah. like, remember tag, the girl tag, who tag. wore uh, a wedding dress last season? Uh, it was like a f- white gown, uh, like with a full skirt, Elizabeth W or something. Whoa. And I she ended up. her name. I remember it her. because I was like, that's a wedding dress. And then it was. And she it posted was. about she the posted boutique. And she was like, I couldn't find the right dress. And you couldn't even tell it was a wedding dress. But this is, <laughs> I got it from this wedding. <laughs> like, no, 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 actually. I was like, that was the first could. thing I thought. Um, okay. So they're all gone. Gone. Um, still a pretty large number of guys left. I think there's still like 23 guys left. Yeah. And um, I feel like she padded the group a little bit. Like with the Tickle Monster and Lucas. Yeah, but also yeah. with other people that like I just didn't see her having kept yeah. through. I think yeah. she kept I think she kept some easy send homes just to make her life easier, which is great strategy. Yeah. And and mostly guys who either seem like they'll be great TV yeah, exactly. or, or pretty inoffensive. That's the word I was gonna use. Like yeah. just inoffensive. Nice, yeah. good friends to have. Like the yeah. Alexis was like, we were friends. It was fine. You and need yeah. a few of those because it's 100%. too exhausting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she was on a season where they were mostly all really good friends. So I'm sure that she knows it's and apparently possible it was for super them obvious to... that he was into Vanessa. I loved when yeah. she was yeah. like, he just stared at her. <laughs> and Ben just stared at her. Oh, rest in peace, Ben Lauren. I know. So I sad. Know. Shocked. Um, in the previews, we see that there's going to be a guy fight. Kenny's gonna bleed, or is that, or it's blood? a misdirect? It like yeah, it didn't look it like real like blood. It was very yeah. bright red. It was viscous. <laughs> yeah, it's a, maybe blood. it was really fresh. No, it didn't look like real blood, unless his blood clots immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We're gonna find out, and I can't wait to go on this journey with you. Guys. Uh, we also found out that one of these guys 
is not there for the right reasons. Has a has very some petite girlfriend. Secret girlfriend yeah. or not secret girlfriend who he was recently fucking. With very yeah. long nails and an iPhone, which is. Yeah. Yeah. She brought receipts. She yeah. brought receipts. <laughs> I wish if she just showed up and was like, um, we like are in a relationship and she's wielding her phone and they're like, so can you show us? And she's like, oh, no, I just like to hold my phone. I'm just I forgot I was holding. Yeah. It. She brought she brought the text and they're in a gym. Yep. Yeah, it looks like it's why? probably going to be a sports date that she shows up on. That's just my guess. Yeah, the producers must have been thrilled when they realized she was yeah. willing to go on TV. Do, do we have and any does, idea who it is? I couldn't. I think tell it might it be was. Demario, just because unless they're doing such an so obvious much. misdirect. But they've had many people now say like Chris Harrison said it during his weird yeah. Facebook Live intro video. Oh, couldn't watch it. Couldn't it was awful, it. Uh, but he said he might not be here for the right reasons. And then oh, you have— I think yeah. they're misdirect- they must be misdirecting. There's also the possibility that Lee isn't there for the right reasons. Well, or he Eric. seems like a Lee closet racist. Or, yes, yes. I'm going to have problems with a couple yeah. of guys here. It was like a big dog whistle. Yeah, he yeah. was like, I'm a country boy. Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to have issues with some of these— It's ma- like a trigger uh, phrase to a lot of people. <laughs> um. And his hair just doesn't quit. It is so vertical. Most offensively, the hair. I just couldn't look away from it. Um, And we see Rachel make out with Will and Matt and Dean and Brian and Peter. Peter. And Eric. We both are Peter. 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 Don't forget Peter. He's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we We we, saw a lot of uh, Anthony, actually. A lot of Dean, a lot of Anthony. A lot of Peter. Um. Eric. Not a ton of Alex. I was surprised. No. Brian. We energy. we see Brian. Yeah, we do see a lot of Brian. Yeah. <laughs> what? Does he not have enough sex energy? He might have not like he might have not like well, let me try that again. <laughs> he might not have like he might not exude like is he for sex? Is he not for sex? Is the way my friends put it. Like he's very cute, but he might not be for sex. That's fair. Okay. Like Brian appears yeah. to her to be for. Sex. Oh, he is for sex. Yes, yes. he will. Let's very, be clear. He will be in the fantasy suite. Yeah. Oh, you guys. I'll give um, you that phrase. It's very <laughs> useful in talking about the Bachelor. I'm putting this whole segment of our conversation into feminism fails. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, these are feminism uh, successes. Yeah, exactly. This is equality. Equal opportunity objectification. That's why I brought up the yeah. cheek filler. Listen, we do this to the girls. That's she true. has new eyelashes, whatever it is. He has cheek filler. <laughs> Um, do we have any other final takeaways before we wrap I'm, up? Do we have predictions? Thrilled. I am thrilled. Oh, wait. I wanted to talk about this. So Rachel at the end says, I know that people are going to judge me for this. At the, in the preview, did you not hear her say this? She was like crying and she was like, I just, there's a yes, lot of pressure. Yeah. I couldn't tell My what that was about. But is that it's because in the final three or two, she has white dudes. That, that makes a lot yeah. of sense. That's my prediction. Yeah, I think there's like a, a really going to be a really high pressure. I saw last night people tweeting like facetiously, but also understandably with some sincerity. She should just send all the white guys home first. Like, yeah. And so there is that added pressure just, from her community in addition to like people who just want to see the show be more diverse. That's got to be really hard. It's a it's a fine line between like policing someone's, you know, love for other people and trying to, you know, dictate who they go for. I mean, 
And also that's the struggle she's seeing is she's like, yeah. right. It's a lot of pressure that the whole world have has put on her of like the first black bachelorette. It's this kind of unspoken pressure to pick a black dude when that doesn't make any sense. And also she to just, kind like, of right yeah. ABC's wrongs, which is, yeah. But you know, can't can't pick, be on her. She should pick who she wants, which is the ultimate expression of the role that she's in. And mm-hmm. also this season gives us an opportunity to get to know a lot of people from different backgrounds and they will advance further into the show than they have in some past seasons, which means that the, that there will be a more diverse population of the bachelor universe as a result of the, I think really successful casting for this season. Yeah. And she seems to be super into a lot of different guys, like the yeah, people that she like, seemed to gravitate towards. Earnestly they, doesn't have a type. No. Yeah. yeah I, and Alexis said this to us, but now I, I think she's totally spot on. Um, and well, she's yeah, just, I, I she think can just get along with any kind of person that really opens up your options. Like I'm a misanthrope. Right. I can't get along with anyone. <laughs> so there's like a very so you have a limited pool that I can date. And now zero because, you know, um, you can date people. You just can't marry more of them. <laughs> yeah. Also, I can't tell Greg. Um, so, yeah, that's well, there's a whole awkward. thing, but I um, really shouldn't have annou- announced yeah. it on this podcast. But, but Rachel has that that ability to have fun with so many kinds of people because she brings the fun with her so she I think she's gonna but like so who do we think like a third of the guys ultimately were black so like most of her pool is still white um so yeah that's not on her that she it's on it's on ABC to populate it with a diverse cast from here it is purely her instincts and her gut and her attraction on who she wants yeah. to date exactly that's what the show's about yeah and who do we think she's going to end up with as of night one peter i think peter oh i would love that yeah i think the sexual chemistry with brian is going to carry him far but ultimately not far enough no i think he's got some cheese ball in and him, i in i think <laughs> i think eric is going to be a sleeper hit they were so cute on After the Final Rose. He's yeah. on the dance with her. Eric is they had some good Anthony conversation. Dean yeah. Anthony really and Dean. Dean. Yeah, we're going to see those guys. Bit. Who is the um, the Mormon guy on Emily's season? Jeff. Jeff. With one F. <gasps> oh, yeah. yeah. Dean gives me Jeff energy. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> the haircut is similar. I mean, the, everything <laughs> like, physically is similar. Like but... the, yeah, like the little round face. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they're both kind and of And he's cute. a little awkward, but yeah. in a, kind of an endearing way. Um, is Lee the, um, villain? what's his name? Singer-songwriter? No, the, well, who is the, Brad? No, Chad. Is Lee the Chad of the season? I don't think we have a Chad. I don't think yeah. we have a Maybe we'll see what that. Hopefully, fight is we all don't about. actually have an abusive person. Yeah, Lee feels like the one with the not very evolved social. I'm not views. very into him. Yeah, I'm not a fan so far. Red faced anger moments. And you know what? Chris Harrison said he was going to be an instigator, so we should. Watch we'll probably have a few villains every year. There's kind of like a first stage, first wave villain, and then that's Waboom. A second wave. Oh, um, yeah. So second see, wave uh, is Lee, and then we'll see where it And goes. maybe then DeMario, DeMario, if he's the one who has the oh, right, not yeah. here for the right reasons thing. Got he it, won't guys. be a villain with wait. the other guys. I'm so excited. This is a good Thank group for of guys. Guys. Talk Oh, my God. This, this season is going to be so good. I'm really excited. Yeah. So excited. I told our Uber driver on the way over here because we were going <laughs> through this list. I was, like, reading things. I was like, oh, yeah, wait, did you agree with me that this person was, like, you know, whatever, and I'd make, and I was like, what must he think that we're talking about? <laughs> so I was like, just watch The Bachelor yeah. and you'll know what I'm talking These about. These girls were going through their two-bang list. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I can't wait to 
go through this journey with you guys Thank as you part so of much. Bachelor Nation. Thank I you so much it's for gonna be really emotional. On. This was really fun. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm nervous. Please. I'm nervous and excited. Please come yeah. back anytime and Again, let's just check be in. Careful with that you know. offer. I will I've shown to come back and it's longer every time. Yeah, and we like it. Get longer. They, there's a lot of meat in the intro episode, and that just happens, you know, that we record for an hour and forty minutes. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Sorry, Nick. Whoops, Nick. You can cut out a lot of like, you know. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. <laughs> nothing. You Thank can cut you out guys nothing. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Happy to do it. And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our very own patented Feminism Fail Scale. One, you do you, bro. Two, that's questionable. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. Although this was a pretty good crop of guys, we still had a few feminism fails this week. It wouldn't be a premiere without them. First, Jonathan tells Rachel to close her eyes and then surprise tickles her. This is like an equal opportunity feminism fail because women can totally violate personal space, too. But let's just take this chance to reinforce the fact that you shouldn't touch a person without consent, especially a stranger, especially if you're surprise tickling them, which is just not okay. We're going to give that a three. And of course, Blake E. spends his intro package bragging about his other package. Apparently, it's perfect. Cool. Guys, just learn to talk about something other than your own penis. We we literally don't care. We're just going to give that one a two because it's a little cringy. And finally, Jamie, who suggests that Rachel should... Be picking him because he's wearing a $2,000 suit like he's Joe Bluth or something. Basically, someone told Jamie once that money gets you hot chicks, and he never forgot that lesson. But here's a new one. Try treating Rachel and other potential dating prospects like humans and not purchases next time, and you might have more success. We're going to give that a four. Hey guys, it's Emma. Before we wrap up today, we have a very special little bonus interview with one of my personal favorite humans and writers, our senior culture writer here at HuffPost, Ziba Blay. Hi. <laughs> You're so lucky to have me. I know. I feel so uh, blessed. <laughs> Hashtag blessed in yeah. this moment. <laughs> um, so you wrote a really interesting piece about The Bachelorette. Can you... Tell, tell me a little bit about it. Well, I'm not what you would call <laughs> a fan of The Bachelorette, but... That's okay. We welcome all kinds here. Thank you. I, I feel very welcome and safe in this space. It's a safe space. But I did find it, you know, very interesting because even though I don't watch the show, obviously it's a show that is a part of the zeitgeist, is a part of pop culture. When it's on, I know it's on. So it was just, like, really interesting when I heard that there was going to be, for I think the first time in 12, 13 seasons... A black woman. So the piece I wrote was just kind of about the significance of that and the fact that very rarely in mainstream pop culture do we get to see black women, especially, you know, dark skinned black women in positions where they're being desired and not desired as an object, but as like a fully like realized human being. And I just think that's really interesting for such a 
quite frankly, such a white show. So, uh, yeah, it's it's one of the one of the whitest shows. Let's be very very clear yeah. about that. It has not um, always been kind or or treated the people of color who are featured on it as as you said, fully realized human beings mm-hmm. who are multifaceted. What do you think the effect is cumulatively of seeing more people of color in these kind of romantic lead roles like across the big and small screen? Like what do we gain from seeing those representations? Well, I mean, I think it's interesting because the typical sort of answer to that would be like, oh, like representation is so important because – a little black girl can look at Rachel and be like, wow, like, I can be a bachelorette one day, too. What like, every little girl should dream of. You know, and, like, I don't think it's that. I think um, in the context of this show in particular, what's interesting is that, like, as I said, like, most black people—I I, want to generalize here, <laughs> heaven forbid, but I, I would think that, you know, on a Monday night, you're not going to look at black Twitter and see people— well, Certainly with this, because it's such a huge thing. But generally before this season, you weren't going to see black people tweeting about The Bachelorette. So I'm really interested in how this is going to shift um, the perceptions of white viewers. Not to say that I care too much about what white viewers think about black people. But it's just, you know, like the sense that we, we have the sense on television where it's so segregated. And it's like, OK, love and hip hop is for black folk. Bachelorette is for white folk. And so when you segregate media in such a way, a lot of times what happens is that the people who aren't being exposed to diversity tend to start believing that, oh, this could never be for me. I could never watch this or go see that movie because I'm white and this isn't being marketed towards me because everything has to be the default and the default is white. So for me, what's interesting is that now these these hardcore viewers who are mostly white are going to have to be forced to empathize and root for and follow this this young black woman who could potentially have all of her like main suitors be black men. And it's literally, you know, you have all of white America watching a black woman fall in love. That to me is like kind of revolutionary. I don't want to give too much you know, yeah, let's, let's not give we're not giving <laughs> yeah, yeah, ABC yeah. any gold stars here. And I've said that like right. a thousand times, yeah. but. Yeah, I think the point you make is super important and and super interesting because this is a show that draws millions of viewers. It is a show that has somehow managed to stay relevant since 2002, which is pretty wild. And I think that and it's kind of what you're getting at. The reason that it's managed to stay relevant is because it taps into these kind of um, universal themes of love, desire, romance. In a retro way, in a whitewashed way, but as as Roxanne Gay uh, once wrote about in the New York Times, it sort of hits that that weak spot of people's hearts in mm-hmm. this also really like trashy and and entertaining way. It's like this weird marriage of those two sides of um, pop culture. And yeah. personally, like as a white person who watches the show, I'm thrilled to get. A little bit of uh, diversity into into the lineup. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's cute. I I do wonder, like, moving forward. I I wonder a like what the numbers are going to be like over the the season. I know it's a show that's you know people are going to watch it no matter what. But I'm just interested to see how the audience is going to react. Me too. And also, I'm just interested to see after the season. You know, like this was their way of saying, hey, like we heard you about diversity and here's like a black girl and here are all these black dudes. I haven't seen so many black guys on The Bachelor like ever. Oh, certainly not. <laughs> um, 
so it's just going to be really interesting to see, like, in the next season, like, are we going to go back to this right. status quo? Is this a tokenization? Is this something that ABC is doing because they think they can check it off their list? Yeah. Um, or is this going to represent a fundamental sort of shift in the way that they're thinking about casting the show? Because uh, there has to be an intentionality behind that, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Totally. And it, and at the end of the day, like, let's be real. Like, you know, it's it part of it. It's it is it's a calculated business move, right? It's like understanding that the tide of entertainment is turning and that diversity, whatever that means, sells. And so, I mean, just given like the amount of the reaction to her being cast is a testament to that. And I don't know. I'm I'm excited, but I I have to say that I've been really interested in like the rhetoric around, like, what she represents and, like, what she has. Like, is she going to pick a black man or a white man? And, like, can she be ratchet or not? Or, like, you know, like, there, there's a, a lot of respectability politics that are, like, surrounding her that I find really interesting. Yeah, I mean, I certainly think that she's being held up. You know, she sort of checks all of those boxes. Again, she is very classically beautiful. She has a really high-powered job. Her mm-hmm. family is, you know, her parents are still married. Mm-hmm. And um, she, her, her dad is a judge. Mm-hmm. I think that there's certainly, they've certainly made a calculated move to an extent. I think they're placing their bets that this is someone that they hope can she, appeal. She won't right, can yeah. appeal to a... Um, that sort of middle America white audience as well. So the day that I see um, a Cardi B or a Jocelyn Hernandez as a bachelorette, that's when I'll be <laughs> that's when I'll be praise dancing because that'll be the real change. <laughs> well, I know that you're not like an avid fan of the show, which I totally understand. But if you do happen to catch a bit of it or oh, just at least see the conversation on Twitter. I would love you to come back and talk about that because I am both excited and uh, pretty nervous to see <laughs> what kind of uh, conversations people are going to be having on, on social media yeah. around this. Yeah. Well, you know, time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ziba. I really, you really appreciate you. Me. And everyone should please Go read Ziba's piece. Yes. You can find it on HuffPost Women and HuffPost Entertainment and HuffPost Black Voices. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening through Acast, we'll be linking that up right now. Do you want to give a little shout yeah, out to where people can find you on social media? So you can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at ZBlay. That's Z-B-L-A-Y. And on Instagram at ZebaBlay, Z-E-B-A-B-L-A-Y. So follow Zeba. She's uh, super delightful on all platforms. <laughs> Thanks so much. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guests, Allison Williams and Ziba Blay, and of course, our producer, Nick Offenberg. If you haven't yet, please remember to find Here to Make Friends on iTunes to subscribe and give us a rating. We're also on Facebook. Please like us. And you can find both of us on Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emily D. Rose. Or you can send us an email at heretomakefriends at huffingtonpost.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more about Rachel and her many, many suitors. Bye.